0: We are continuing our season review today. Uh, we will talk about a couple of guys who got their first games as Blue Jackets this season and uh, whether they could be part of this team in the future. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. I've got my co-host, Hayden Harrison here. Uh, we are here to bring you the good, the bad and the ugly about your favourite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I just want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day, every day. Option Blue Jackets is free, free and available on all podcast platforms. Over on YouTube and also on the SiriusXM app. I also have to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKED ON NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Now, at the top of the show, like at the top of the show, I uh, we're going to talk about a couple of guys that have mostly been AHL players. Uh, but got to make, in one case, his NHL debut, and uh, in another case, his Blue Jackets debut. He'd played all of one game before that. Um, and then, I think, to finish off, we'll talk a little bit about the world, because just before I hit record, I saw a tweet about that, so I feel like we should probably talk about the fact that Blue Jackets' injury curse continues even internationally. But uh, let's start off, Hayden, with Justin Richards, who is, of course, the son of Todd Richards, who was the Blue Jackets head coach for some time. Uh, former A Blue Jacket, went to the NCAA, uh, went to the New York Rangers, played one game there uh, before coming to Columbus this season, had 39 points in 61 AHL games, makes his Blue Jackets debut, plays two games for the organization this season, gets an assist. Honestly? For a guy that I had literally only heard of this season and for a guy who I believe was a college free agent, like an undrafted free agent signing 31 points in uh, 60 sorry, 39 points in 61 games is not too shabby. I don't think.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. He is a guy who spent some time as a child or as a, teenager whatever you want to call it here in columbus when his dad was the head coach todd richards for five years uh justin was playing triple a blue jackets so he's been in columbus played a lot of time spent a lot of time here at the chiller ice rink so very familiar with that he i think he might have gotten drafted maybe by the blue jackets but then quickly released uh shortly after that maybe a year after that was picked up by the rangers and then now he's been picked up by the Blue Jackets, so he's been bounced around quite a bit. Uh, not too many locations, obviously, since a bulk of it really has been the Blue Jackets. He was developed with co- developed in Columbus, and now he's playing in Cleveland. This past year, had his best AHL season ever. Last year, I think he had 39 points in 60 some odd games. It's second in points on the team behind Fix Wolanski, so he's producing. Um, he's just 25. He's, as you said, got a couple games of NHL experience under his belt. I think it's literally three games of NHL experience under his belt, so not a whole lot there. But if you look up and down wherever he's been, Jay, he's been nothing but productive. Even going back to his NCAA hockey days, playing for Minnesota Duluth, was a part of a back-to-back national championship winning team. For anybody that follows NCAA hockey, you know that that is impressive. (laughs) winning back-to-back national titles is very impressive, and he was a part of that at Minnesota Duluth. Had a hell of a year last year with the Monsters. I see a lot of upside with this guy. Uh, he seems like he can do a lot. seems like he can win face-offs. He can carry the puck into the zone. A whole lot of plays where he is getting goals because he's getting A2s on just carrying the puck into the zone. That's huge. Um he had a great year this past year in Cleveland, Jay, and I think he's definitely a guy for Blue Jackets fans to keep on their radar a little bit because I think there was a point in this year where he would have gotten a lot more time, but but he was injured. He was injured, so he would have been up with the Blue Jackets earlier back when they were having their issues with Cole Sillinger. They wanted to send him down to Cleveland and, and bring Richards up, but Richards was hurt. So he missed out on an opportunity there. But he's definitely a guy that's going to have some opportunity in the future. So keep an eye on him.
0: Yeah, he feels like a guy that if he has a big training camp, like he could slot into... I don't think he's ever going to be a star for Columbus. I don't think that's realistic. I think his, his ceiling is probably third-line center. But if you can get a third-line center out of an undrafted guy that like to date has played three NHL games, I, I feel... I feel pretty okay about that. And he's got two, two points in those, in those three games. So, you know, he's doing, he's doing okay. Hasn't scored yet. I would look for him to, you know, add some, add a little bit of scoring. Uh, But he is, it seems like mostly a a playmaker, you know, had 10 goals, 29 assists uh, this season with the monsters Uh, had six goals and eight assists last season with Hartford. Um, But it feels like he's another, he's kind of the, the thing about Richards is I feel like he's kind of had the opposite thing that I've, been talking about with a lot of these season reviews, which is a lot of guys played up in the lineup because of injuries and whatnot. Justin Richards took the opportunity to play up in the lineup in Cleveland and was rewarded for it. You know, he didn't seem out of his depth when the blue jackets took basically the entire top line, um, you know, they, and when they didn't have, well, uh, they didn't have Fix They didn't have foodie. They didn't have uh Bemstrom, They didn't have, um, just a a ton of guys i'm forgetting names i had a a list in my head and they've all gone but justin (laughs) Richards got moved up to that top line and i think he basically took his opportunity and ran with it and you know you can see that by the fact that his previous ahl high was 14 points and he more than doubled that in six less games so do i think he's going to be a a star no do i think he's going to be a regular for the blue jackets no not necessarily But to me, he feels like a guy that you keep in the AHL, and as soon as you get an injury to center, that you think, right, we need someone that's got experience, someone that can kind of hold their own at the NHL level. You call Richards up, you stick him in two, three games, send him back down. He feels like a guy that probably will be one of those tweeters for most, if not all, of his career. But you, I don't know, he's he's a rare guy, I think, that is going to be good at the AHL level and serviceable at the NHL level. I feel like you don't get a ton of guys that are real tweeners. You either have guys that are too good for the AHL or not good enough for the NHL, you know? And so they tear up the AHL when they're there, but they struggle in the NHL. And Justin Richards kind of seems like he's dropped right into that sweet spot between those two things, which is uh, a useful kind of player to have.
1: Yeah, for now, he's dropped into that spot, Um, which to any player... Is a successful career. He is very good at hockey. Uh, he's, you know, he's played an NHL game. So that's obvious that he's had a successful hockey career. But just because that's where he's at right now, I don't want to necessarily say he can't go further. It just doesn't seem like he's had the right amount of shakes at the NHL level for me to determine what he could be for the Blue Jackets. Because the biggest thing I think when determining whether a player is ready for the nhl is not whether they can go out on the ice and have some flashy plays i feel like anybody can do that it's whether they can do it on a night in night out basis and i just think looking at his resume of hockey a guy that's been grinding in the ahl now had a consistent season in the ahl this past year a guy who has real real good high level ncaa hockey experience being part of two national championship teams and he's a son of Todd Richards, who was a NHL player and former NHL coach for this club for five years. So it seems like he's in deep in the sport of hockey and with the Blue Jackets. And I think he deserves a lot, a lot more looks this upcoming season. He was with the CBJ developmental camp four years ago. I think that was his first development camp was four years ago. So he's been through the off seasons, man. He's he's. He's one of those guys that's, like, an NHL vet, but not really because he hasn't played. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, he's 25. Yeah, you
0: look at him and you're like, oh, surely he's had, you know, like, 80 to 100 games of experience. Then you look and there's actually, like, three games. Right. Um, I wonder if you get, you know, and, you know, we talk about him like he's 20. He's 25. That's not old. It's starting to get to, like, prime for, for NHL players. But, like, Michael Bunting was 26 when he was nominated for the for the calder that was his rookie season you know? yeah i don't know that we'll get a michael bunting season out of out of justin Richards. Well, but...
1: to be also fair the the blue jackets are never going to get that much media attention on their rookies as oh, the maple true. leafs got <laughs> with bunting like bunting had a good year and everybody was seeing it because the leafs play on every you know That's they play fair. in front of That's everybody
0: <laughs> let's let's talk about uh another Local kid, uh, a guy that has been in the organization since 2020, former Blue Jackets draft pick. Uh, We're going to talk about Tyler Angle in just a minute, who is one of my favorite success stories of this organization. Uh, But first, I've got to tell you all about game time because I don't know about you, but I hate planning. No, that's not right. I love planning in theory. I'm terrible at it. And so sometimes I get to a day and I'm like, oh, we have plans to do this. We need tickets for that. And trying to find tickets last minute is so frustrating. Not with Game Time. Game Time has uh, a super easy to use app. They've got flash deals, last minute tickets. Uh, you can get images of seat view so you know whether you're getting a restricted view, whether you're going to be able to see. They've got low price guarantees, uh, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all these kinds of things. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. So snag the tickets without the stress. GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jay Foster. I've got Hayden House on with me. And we're talking about uh, Tyler Angle now, who, like I said just before we went into break, one of my underrated faves of, this mon- of the Cleveland Monsters, um, former seventh-round draft pick. Do you know how rare it is for a seventh-round draft pick to even get an NHL game? You know, he uh, was drafted in 2019, uh, played... Four seasons with the Windsor Spitfires in the OHL. Uh, had really great numbers there. Had 67 points in 62 games for his last OHL season. Came to the AHL as a rookie, was a point per game on a, if I remember rightly, a pretty bad Monsters team. Um, They were, again, much like the Blue Jackets. Struggling and injured and inconsistent all over the place. Tyler Angle turns up is 20, like 21, maybe. 20 years old, 21 years old, and is a point per game in the AHL. Made his NHL debut this season, which, again, so rare for a seventh round pick to make, to even make the NHL, like, for for their debut, let alone score in, I believe he scored in his NHL debut as well, which...
1: It was against the Love Sabres. Him. It was against the Sabres. He. It was not in the huge, huge loss where there was a million goals. It was in the 5-2 loss at the end of April there. So buried somewhere in the mix of tanking. Yeah, he had a nice goal where he kind of dog-walked Ross Dahlin a little bit. So it was a light dog walk. I'll say that. It wasn't a full it was dog, a walk. Yeah, yeah, dog walk. Yeah, light dog walk.
0: The thing about Tyler Angle is having watched a bunch of Monsters Hockey over the past kind of couple of seasons is – he doesn't look like a player that was drafted seventh overall. Sometimes he does, but every so often you see these flashes of a player that could be an NHL guy. And again, he's he's only 22. He's 5'10", 170 pounds. So that probably explains why he dropped all the way to seventh. But he, I don't know, man. He, I think, has has a lot of potential. I think he maybe has more potential than, than Justin Richards, if, I'm, if I can have a hot take. Maybe that's, maybe that's my bias showing because I've been following Tyler since his rookie season. Um, but he did not look out of place at all in these uh, admittedly very small sample size of these two NHL games. I would be very surprised if Tyler angle did not get a long look at the NHL roster during preseason, depending on what the coach thinks. Obviously we don't know who the coach is going to be yet, but I think Tyler angle is going to make a push this off to To get that NHL spot and kind of defy the odds.
1: It's very simple. The reason why you like Tyler Angle more than Justin Richards or why you think he has a higher upside. And it's because Justin Richards, son of a great hockey mind, uh, he's going to play technical hockey. And that's what Justin Richards does. He plays very good technical hockey, makes all the smart plays, hustles hard along the boards. What Tyler Angle has, and he'd be drafted higher if he would have been bigger size he's 5 foot 11 or 5 foot 10 i think even
0: i think he's 5 foot
1: 10 so you know those guys get <laughs> for people, no for people looks.
0: listening to the audio i did just do air quotes because i feel like no hockey player is actually five ten. they are 5 8 i'm lying about it right
1: yeah No. so he's he doesn't get a lot of looks because of that um so that's very not fair because just because of this you can't write a guy off just because of the size but a lot of times before they reach you know the the television screen, a lot of people just write him off because of their size. And he's one of those guys that got written off. You're right. He's a seventh round draft pick. Not a lot of those guys make the NHL. He He's played in an NHL game. The reason why he has so much upside is because he plays just brave, right? Like he is willing to try those Michigans, the between the legs goals. And he's, he, he's good at them he can hit those in games. Um, But just the only reason we know that is because he's willing to try it. And that is a huge part of the modern NHL and trying to identify talent is players willing to try creative ways to get a pass off or to score a goal. Tyler angle has that. He has that mindset. And um, if you just also want to pay attention to the guy's mindset, look up that final year he played in the OHL for the spitfires the dude was unbelievable and, and he sellied every goal with passion. you know what I mean. And then usually, that strikes me as a guy who all he wants to do is score. Like that's all he thinks about. That's all he is constantly thinking about is I just want to get a goal. He goes to bed at night thinking, man, I can't wait to score a goal tomorrow. And then he scores and he has these sellies in front of crowds of, you know, a couple thousand, but it's like, man, this guy clearly has a fire underneath him. And He's brave, is and that's the biggest thing that I like, and that's why he, that's how he opens himself up to being able to try all those flashy moves, is because he just thinks he can do it, and he plays with a lot of confidence. And he's another guy that I I hope to see a lot more uh, in the future because because of that, because I think that flashness goes well for this new Blue Jackets team we're we're going for. You know, Johnson, Gaudreau, Linea, we want flash out the out the buns, you know.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's gonna be such an interesting off season and preseason, I think, because like we've we've talked about it a lot. Brand new coach, they have a lot of NHL ready guys. They're gonna be competing. I would say I haven't like crunched the numbers on this, but if you take away the guys that are kind of NHL locks, there's maybe six or seven guys that are gonna be competing for maybe four spots on the forward line. You know, it's going to be tough competition. Uh, and I think Tyler Engel has, has a, 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 the right attitude to push through and decide. I think you see that a lot with, you know, undersized guys, with guys that are, you know, late-round draft picks. Uh, again, we're going to bring up Matt Calvert. We love Matt Calvert on this podcast. Short guy, late-round draft pick. Decided that he was making the NHL through sheer force of will and made a pretty a pretty decent NHL career of it you know i could see tyler angle doing the doing the same thing i don't think he has the bite that calvert does but uh he is i would not be surprised if he is on the fourth line next season i think that would be i think that I would be okay with that
1: i have a little concern and that was the drop off in points and the plus minus this past year with cleveland uh and what i mean by that is he, so he's He's just completed his third year with the Monsters. He had 23 points in 66 games. The year prior, he had 37 points in 71 games. So his production dropped off uh, a bit. I, I got to say, I, I would like to know why that is. So, if any Monsters fans are out there, maybe you notice something. Maybe it could just be he just maybe didn't, the puck didn't bounce as much his way as it as it should have or something, or maybe he wasn't getting as much playing time, but uh, that is one thing that concerns me, I guess is the drop off in points. And I don't think that's fair because I did not tune into as many monsters games as maybe some others. I would just like to know why, but other than that, the flash is there. Uh, If he said he doesn't have that uh, kind of bite that Calvert has, if he can develop that, if he can add that, then that is dangerous. I mean, talk about guys that float, between the AHL and NHL, Nathan Gerbys, a guy a long time for a couple seasons, was floating back and forth. Uh, made a lot of money because of it. So if you can develop that part of your game and and you want to be you know that kind of a player that is going to you know be the sandpiper or excuse me, sandpiper, the sandpaper <laughs> kind of guy, do the sandpaper. There's uh,
0: always going to be room on an NHL team for yes. a guy who is a pain in the butt. You know. Yes. So mm-hmm. if Tyler Angle can fill that gap in the Blue Jackets roster, then who knows? Let's, I re- we, we forgot to give Justin Richards a grade. Uh, so let's, let's go ahead and give uh, Justin and Tyler some, some letters. Um, I am going to give both of them Bs. I think I'm going to give Tyler a B and I'm going to give Justin a B minus just because Tyler Angle scored in his NHL debut. Um, <sighs> And I feel like that deserves at least a B, if nothing else. So I'm going to give him the edge on that just because he end- he wound up with the goal. Uh, Richards has two assists in three career NHL games, one assist with two Blue Jackets games. So still, I'm going to say, as a 25-year-old coming into this league, being a 0.66 points per game player, I'm uh, I'm okay with that.
1: Okay, I'll flip it on you a little bit. I'll go an A- for Justin Richards just because he had his best season that he's had point-wise. I saw college Justin Richards out of Justin Richards this year with the Monsters, which is a good thing because – like I said, they won back-to-back national national championships when he was in college. giving that production, so uh, keep that up, buddy. Keep that going. A minus. If if you do it again, I'll probably give a B plus though, because I I always expect my players <laughs> to do more. My players, as in as a part of the, the team. The players or that we own. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Our, when, you've our been, children, the, when you've been children, when you've been a fan for two decades, you're allowed <laughs> to call them my players. When you when your fandom long is older than the players. Um, so I got that. I got an A minus for him. I'll do B plus for Tyler Angle. I don't like drop off. I don't like the minus uh, thirteen. I I've only seen highlights of him on offense, and I really really like what I see. But maybe commit more to the defensive side to increase that to help that that point differential out. He did score in an NHL game. He slight he gently dog walked Ross Dahlin, which I love to see. Um, So that gives him that moves him from a B to a B plus. But I got a minus for Richards, tons of upside as far as the technicality goes with him. And I got a B plus for angle, tons of upside in terms of the raw hockey talent. So, yeah.
0: In a minute, we are going to go ahead and just check in on how the World Championships are going for the Blue Jackets. Uh, Spoilers, not great uh, because everyone is injured as is tradition at this point uh, so that's what we're gonna do in just a second here on locks on blue jackets part of the Locks on podcast network your team every day all right so before world champion the world championships even started I believe they named Patrick Liney, and he then pulled out because he wasn't hundred percent after was it a knee injury I think that he finished the season with uh David Juracek also did not was also named i think and then got pulled because of an injury so even before the tournament started two of the five players that were named two of the five blue jacket players that were named to rosters for the world championships are injured and done <laughs> and they haven't even they haven't even left yet you know the plane hasn't even left uh now early uh, i always get his name wrong let me pull up the the tweet because i don't want I'll, to
1: i'll just it. say while you look that up obviously any Blue Jackets fan that's watching this knows line is a big part of next year's team. Obviously you also supposed to be a big part of next year's team. Uh, He had a great year with the monsters this past year. So for some reason, if you're a Blue Jackets fan, I doubt many of you don't know his name, but for some reason you don't know David Yerchek, we're going to need him next year. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that both these guys are hurt in this fashion. I'd rather them just decide, Hey, I'm too banged up. I'm not going to play in this thing rather i'd rather that than them play one to two games and then get hurt even more so i guess i guess this is somewhat positive injury news right like
0: i would have yeah i'd rather they be injured and sit it out than go with like a a niggle or a tweak and then make that worse because then you see is uh ole julian Bjorkvik holm who i always get named big stuff but i have double checked (laughs) uh did not play uh he left a game earlier this week hasn't returned yet uh and then Alexander Texier, who we were all so psyched about, uh left the game early yesterday and will not dress today. So I believe the only healthy blue jacket at the world championships at the minute is Samuel Kanazko, who you know, let's we should probably just all collectively, collectively pray for, yeah. for Samuel canasco because he's the only healthy one left. Um I worry about the fact that this curse is getting worse. Um and you know I've been joking about this basically since I think was it the 20 the 2014 2015 season where they had like 500 man games lost and every single person was broken and it was all horrible. Um they beat that record this year. I think they had I think they finished with like almost 550 man games lost which is just it's too many guys. <laughs> I would like the injuries to stop, and I don't. Are know you how calling them
1: soft? Are you calling them? Are you calling the Blue Jackets soft?
0: That's exactly what I'm doing, Hayden. I am calling the Blue Jackets soft. No, I am calling the Blue Jackets cursed. Um, someone's someone's going to clip that, and I'm going to get ratioed. I was going to gonna say,
1: it's fair to call them soft. Like, I feel like, which this past year, if there was any year it's okay to be soft, it's okay to have been soft this past year. The man I don't games know. lost. I, just, I
0: look at the injuries, and it's like, broken bones and concussions true and, like shoulder injuries and muscle tears and true stuff, and it's but we, not we things that are like true but we that happen as a result of like collisions and things like that as yeah. opposed to um like i feel like there was a i always think there was a there was a worry about the goaltending on this team because i felt like there was a couple of years there where Sergei poprovsky basically every six weeks would re-injure his groin And it was all these like soft tissue injuries that kind of made me worry about the training standard of this team. I don't think that's the case this year. I think they were just really, really unlucky this year. They saw a lot of bad luck, a lot of concussions, a lot of torn, I think four torn labrums slash separated shoulders in a season. Like that's, that's not, that's not soft. I don't think that is just horrific luck. You can't tough your way out of you can't like you can't unseparate your shoulder by being tough,
1: you know? I agree with that. I agree with that, but a lot of those games lost were due and I can prove this for you but just looking up the tweets the amount of times it was like three hours before a blue jackets game and i saw patrick line out due to illness or johnny gaudreau out due to illness well he actually only he didn't have very many of those games at all but he i think mean, he, he did missed,
0: yeah he missed two games total
1: he with- mi- he left one game because of illness yeah. but like the amount of elvis mers lincoln's is going to be missing due to illness or like that was just the amount of due to illnesses that i had to read this year like i don't want to read that anymore okay Get some freaking hand sanitizer on the on the PJ or start passing out masks again. I don't want to read one more due to illness, okay? I just that is soft. They're right. The broken bones, the torn muscles, that is on un- that is unlucky. I will agree. And the occasional sickness is not it is also, I'll give a pass for that, but you better be like Panarin was in 2019 and you better be you know I'm not even going to quote I'm, we all remember the no, Torts
0: I, you uh, remember that quote Yes, I, I remember it well I think the thing for me is I would rather if they're sick stay home because otherwise what happens is they come to the rink they pass it around and then you've got seven or eight guys that are you know in the locker room and they've all got the poops because (laughs) one guy came to one guy came to work sick you know
1: yeah
0: um we saw it with what team was it there was one team this season i can't remember who it was i want to say vancouver but but that might be wrong and they were like yeah was it the wild single guy has the stomach flu right now i think it was the
1: wild Um, yeah it was the wild wild. right in the the, the university
0: of michigan Team ended up dressing their third string goalie as a forward because there was a bug going around the team that was bad enough that like they had like six players in hospital getting fluids, you know. So it's I don't know, illness is a weird one.
1: And yeah, I it's like
0: yeah, toughen up and just go to work. We've all worked sick, but also yeah, the, the, yeah, true. the way that these the way that these guys exist is that they live directly like they att- they're attached at the hip, and so if one of them gets sick, they're all getting sick. It's like preschool you know you send your mm-hmm. kids to preschool sick everyone's going home sick so on the one hand i would love to see less illnesses um i wonder how much of that is the fact that a lot of them are first time dads at the minute and kids are germ factories but i would love to see a healthier blue jackets core this season whether that be illness injury whatever like can we just i would like to see more than one guy or more than two guys play over 80 games next season that's my hope so yeah we'll see how it goes maybe we should stop sending people to world championships first of all because that seems to be that seems to be a problem
1: one last one last thought that i will leave blue jackets fans if if you need to make up if you are feeling down and out about the injury news at the at the ihf world championships just just let me just pretend like this is real what i'm about to say there was an email sent out to all the blue jackets players saying hey uh $500 Five hundred dollars for every game you don't play that isn't in a Blue Jackets uniform this year. There you go. And then that's what all the Blue Jackets got that email before the tournament started, <laughs> and they all told their coaches, "Play, coach. Sorry." So that's what happened. Yeah. Sorry, I can't play. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: I got five hundred. Five hundred dollars
1: on the. It might have to be more than five hundred dollars. How I, much I they're like making?
0: Probably, yeah. If we start at five thousand and then and then go up from there. That,
1: also, did uh, you see uh, Kent Johnson and Bedard playing on a roller hockey team out in uh? No,
0: I didn't. British is, Columbia,
1: yeah, where crazy. they're from.
0: I'm. I'm still so bummed that we couldn't get those two guys back <sighs> together. Like that would have been that been real fun.
1: But you can um, watch them play in roller hockey on YouTube. Yeah. So there you go.
0: There you go. You Think can about dream. could have had. Yeah. Um. That's kind of that's all we've got for today. Uh, tomorrow we are going to be uh, doing a quick catch up on the coaching news. There's been a couple of stories come out. People getting interviewed. People not getting interviewed. Uh, and. Honestly, by the time that this, by the time we record tomorrow, they might've made a coaching decision because I believe they want it done this week. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes, but that's currently the plan for tomorrow is to talk about the coaching. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find Hayden over at Hayden h nine seven one. Uh Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets uh, continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. Uh, We're over on YouTube. We're on SiriusXM. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. We have comments, questions, criticisms. You can email us at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. We will be back tomorrow, hopefully with good news, maybe with bad news. Who's to say? But until then, make sure you stay locked on.